Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, how the hell are you, girl? You know what, Mary Radzinski? Mary Ann? Is that right? No. Oh, Catherine. Yes. Yes. I I knew that, and I don't know why I went Ann. That wasn't mm-hmm. doesn't even sound right to me, but Mary well, Catherine Radzinski. Um, thank I'm- you. Thank you, Sarah Noel <laughs> Colonna Ryan. That's right. It is the holiday season, so everyone should know I was my middle name is Noel because I was born December 29th. And when I got baptized as a child, they called me Sarah Knoll, um, which, which is, I thought was yeah, interesting. Every, <laughs> I like I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. And every time I watch a British baking show with that guy Noel, one of the <laughs> one yeah. of the hosts, I think of you at your own baptism. Just Thank you. you. Just so you know that. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I am good. You're good. We, this is, we have a very fun podcast for you today. We decided to take a break from watching stuff for a week since we can. Yeah. And we have a very, very fun topic of uh, the best hypothetical questions you could ask people in your life. And they're going to make you laugh and we're going to have some fun with it. Um, we are also have an interview from Alexis from Married at First Sight, season 15. If you happen to be here from that, which many of you are, uh, that will be following uh, this podcast right tailed on at the end, right with it, all all on your Thursday, regular free podcast. And then, of course, we still go overtime to Patreon on Thursdays, which we will just do more of the hypothetical questions, Uh, not just do more. We are doing more. It's good good quality shit. So it's when you're enjoying this yeah. extra shit, guys, exactly. So when you're in, while you're enjoying this podcast and you go, I just want to hear more of that, you can join us on Patreon. Uh, and then we also do Sunday episodes on Patreon that are super fun. So there's all kinds of content. There's no lack. There's no lack is what no. I'm saying. There's no lack of content, but there might be a lack of quality in my personal life right now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, but either way, I'm having a nice time with you. That's well, that's true. You know, some things it's all called, it's all about balance. Um, I am currently also, if you're listening to this on Thursday, the eighth, or if you're listening to it over the weekend, I am currently in Spokane, Washington at the Spokane comedy club where you can get tickets for Thursday, the, December 8th through the 10th at spokanecomedyclub.com. And you should definitely come to that. And Mary, I believe you have a show coming up in Philadelphia. Yes, in the fair city of Philadelphia, I will be at Helium Comedy Club on Wednesday, December 14th at 8 o'clock. And you can get tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Come hang out with me. It'll be so fun. It will be fun. You know what? We're a couple of fun ladies. And we are. Uh, don't forget to be on our socials. Are you my podcast on Instagram? Are you my podcasters? Is our Facebook group. And then, of course, if you have it in your Christmas holiday giving souls, to hop on over to Apple or Spotify and hit the five stars and even drop a line about why we're your favorite people in the world. That would be great. Yeah. I mean, it it helps us. It helps the pod, but it helps me get up in the morning. And to be honest with this, these dark, dark nights (laughs) and long, long 
I don't know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I'm usually hungover, but it's helpful for me to 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 read something nice. I'll tell you what, I love the holiday season, but I don't like I don't like how dark it gets early. I know that everyone keeps talking about this and I'm still one of them. Me I don't too. like being cold. I don't mind it like currently in Spokane, right? I know it's it's very cold. I get a little dose of that. I love the state of Washington, so it's great. I get a little dose. And then I go home to California where it tends to be warm er, uh, really warm where I live year round. Um, although last week it rained a little bit and I was like, oh my God, what's that? So <laughs> not a big weather gal. Well, I was going to say, doesn't driving just go to shit in California when it rains? Oh. I feel like it's like, I, I, I know you're not like a real happy person and crowded <laughs> driving, you know, on a normal day, but I can imagine the rage it is yes it's i don't i try sometimes i've actually become the person where i've considered just like canceling plans when it rains like forget it it's raining (laughs) and i know that sounds psychotic but if any of you live in la you know people most people i don't know what happened to them because most people aren't from here but all of a sudden they got from places that had weather and then they got here and there wasn't any rain for a long time and now they're like what's that what is that they just they drive off the road i think i messaged you one day when i was like i was running late for us to record because it had rained and there was like there was three trees down on my street. There was a tree down on the canyon, which I was trying to go get over. And so everyone had to turn around because once you're on a canyon, there's not a lot of options if the whole road's blocked. Um, the Ventura Boulevard, the main street, was just flooded because there's no gutters because they because we it does the rain. I, I mean, I was like, is this Armageddon? It's a little was, bit of rain. It sounds terrible. <laughs> like it sounds awful. And I bet it's probably raining more and more, right? No. Oh, it, no, right. no, just here and there. No, right. we, we haven't. Look we, at me. We, I was, <laughs> I wanted doom. I wanted some doom and gloom. Well, that's yeah. good. At no, least that it's was, not all the time. Well, when it rains, it's good. We need the rain here because it's been, but True. I just can't believe that. I, I, I mean, I'm like, are even our trees are pussies now? They're just falling down with a little bit of. <laughs> well, rain I was gonna <laughs> say, are they are the trees falling down in the streets because of the actual rain, or because people are driving like fucking chimpanzees <laughs> and like hitting trees and stuff and just slide it, slip sliding all around? I mean, I guess I, I don't know what's going on, but it is. It's not pretty out there, is all I have to say. I'm going to gripe about one one other thing that just has been happening to me lately with the colder weather. So I take Ubers everywhere and I had I got in an Uber last night. It's quite cold here. And the fucking Uber was like 100 degrees. Like the person had the heat up so, so warm. And I, you know, I run hot. You know, and, you know, I'm wearing a winter coat. I've got on a turtleneck. I've got on a scarf, probably a cardigan. Cardigan. And yeah. And so, but in like, and then it's like, I just, I don't want to fuck up my rating. So I'm not, I don't say anything. But then at one point, you know, it's 35 degrees. I'm like, do you mind if I crack my window? Like, take the fucking hint. My face is melting (laughs) off. Anyway, that's just what, I don't know how you, I don't, I, I, I I I run cold. So yeah. I would be probably the op- like I, that almost sounds like my dream. I think I told you once I was in an Uber here and it was, they they it was 110 degrees outside and they just their air conditioning wasn't working and 
I, I understand that happens. I get it. People's cars break down and whatnot, and it's part of a problem. You know, like it's, I can't, I don't want to be too mad at you, but I but do want to. not Uber? Yeah, I want an alert. I want you to, hey, my my air AC went out today. So that just if you want in this car for 45 minutes to the airport with the hot wind blowing in your face, because I'm going to roll all the windows down to supplement it, like, you know, you can choose to decline this ride. I, it is funny what we'll put up with because of being afraid that our rating will get changed on Uber. Yeah. Or just not wanting to speak to another, like not wanting. See, I try not to say anything to not open it up like I'm trying to make small talk. Because I, I feel like once I'm like, oh, you know, boys, winter, you know, like I don't, I don't want to chat. I know. It's because it's like it's it's I mean, it's similar to airplane at this point. Everything that's sort of, I guess, quote unquote, pub public transportation is I do my best to avoid small talk in general um, everywhere because I'm an asshole. But uh, no, me too. Yeah, it's fine. A lot of times I'm in Ubers at like five o'clock in the morning going to the airport. So that's it's not a talking time. Yeah, Usually like it's not, it's not that. talk time. And if they don't, um, they should know that. <laughs> so, well, well. We we have a couple of things that maybe if you're at a loss for conversation with your Uber driver, a couple, maybe some hypothetical <gasps> questions might be something you might, you know, want to ask. That's a good, can you imagine if you got into an Uber and they started asking you questions? <laughs> oh my God, if, give me an example. Or, or if you're the person or if you're the asshole that gets into Uber and starts asking the Uber driver this, that's even worse because Uber drivers are probably like, I don't want to fucking talk to you either. I um, mean, you would look, if you got into an Uber and you were like, um, you were just like, they're like, Mary, good. Like, I always do that. Like, oh, Mary, we say it at the same time. So I know I'm not getting into like a serial killer's car or whatever. I just sit down, I buckle up, maybe I crack the window. And then I'm like, if you could time travel and meet your parents before you were born, what would you say to them? <laughs> you would look like a serial killer like you would you would look more crazy than if you just took your top off that's that <laughs> that is true and i think i don't care what uh gender the uber driver is or what gender they prefer to be with i i would rather see a a, a set of tits that i didn't ask to see than be asked that question <laughs> I'd rather see a, a, a perky or droopy set in the rear view than the eyes of somebody locked in in the mirror asking you what you would say to your parents before you were born. If you I mean, time travel. I mean, what is that? I don't even know what the answer is supposed to be to that. Like, I don't do it. I, I don't like my life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, have you seen Back to the Future? Come on. It's not smart. No one. You shouldn't want to do that. I don't I have no interest in talking to my pa I mean, no, do you? No, I don't want to talk to them before I was born. I mean, I first of all, you don't even talk to your parents for a while after you're born, you know? Yeah. You, you, yeah. you gotta learn you take words. a knee for a few few years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't um I don't feel that I would want to the, the the whole point of asking your parents questions is is after you've known them, right? And like after you've yeah. seen the way their lives played out or your life played out or w with my parents, the only question I ever ask them when I see them in the same room is how did you guys ever 
get married. Why? You don't, <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. The two of you have nothing in common. Um, you know, thank you for getting a divorce when I was five and not dragging it out. That's it. That's all I want to talk to them about. That is really funny. You know, some things you don't need, you don't need to know everything. I mean, honestly, it wasn't until I was 30 that I realized my parents were actual people. You know what I mean? That they're real <laughs> flawed human beings. And then since then, I've decided that they're just, you know, shrinking toddlers. So it's not, nah, I don't, I have enough information to put together <laughs> what I need for about them. That's true. And if you don't have enough information in your life, we do have a fun app for you. Mary, if I asked you to name a movie by John Travolta, could you answer it in under 15 seconds? Grease. Oh, oh, well, that was fast. Okay. Guess what you should do, girl? Hmm. Play trivia star because you're uh, good at it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I should probably stop playing trivia star with that's all I've been doing, Sarah. But you don't have to tell me, but I am killing it. Are you? Yes. Yes. Oh, it is a fun, it's a fun free mobile trivia game with over 60 different categories you get to choose from, right? Yeah. Yeah, and there's like all these different categories too. It's like music, TV, celebrities, you pick. It's the best. And things get harder over time. So I like to switch categories and start fresh a lot. <laughs> That's the perfect solution. So either if you want to get smarter or not, you should be playing Trivia Star. It's free. You just go to the Apple or Google store, search for Trivia Star, download it for free today and flex your brain muscles. Okay, here's another question. This isn't even, if anyone asked me this, they say that you should just ask someone, if someone wanted to pay you 100K to spend one week in a dark room without eating or sleeping and with one other person, would you accept the offer? Okay. 100K, dark room, no, see, you know, I feel like I'm on board with everything except for the no sleeping. I mean, I'm not a. I, you're on board with spending a week in a dark room with another person. Do you Even, know the person? I assume not. I don't know. Oh, because I, I was thinking, like, you know, if it was like, don't you think you and I'd have a nice time? Well, two of us would go into the room. One of us would come out a week later. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't, I don't know what kind of nice time you think we're having, yeah. but it's not going to happen no, because I, I will. Guess. I can't be in a room with one person for a week. I can't. Not even. My husband, I don't think. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, and I get hangry. And when I when I am sleep deprived, watch out. Watch out, world, yeah. because I get irrational. I'm bitchy. I'm just not a good person. So I I would fear more for the other person that was in the room with me than me. I mean, a hundred K in a week would be really nice. I know. And I keep I guess I'm glossing over that part in a way because I'm just I, first of all, a lot of these like these hypotheticals, they're kind of um, the way this this article was introduced is sort of they're like conversation starters, which are things that we've done in the past, but we've never done the hypotheticals. And so if this is a conversation starter. You're you're assuming that this is something that they're suggesting you can ask just anyone, a stranger, like you said, an Uber driver, whoever. Mm -hmm. If if I got into an Uber and the driver said to me. So anything about spending a week in a dark room without eating or sleeping, <laughs> I'd jump out of that door so fast while it was moving on the freeway and oh. just assume I had just escaped the plot of a Lifetime movie. 
I mean, you're right. It really depends on who's asking that question, because (laughs) if it's someone you've never met before. Well, I love that, too. At the top of this, it's like the goal here is to enjoy each other's company while letting others see more the way your mind works. Unfortunately, I think everyone can see how my mind works just based on regular conversation. And (laughs) it's skipping a little bit. You know what I mean? It needs to go back on the charger. So I don't know if if. Oh, that's a that's a tough one. I some of them are I don't know. Okay. I'm going to ask you. Okay. If, okay. This is just silly. But if you could choose and control your dreams, what would you dream about tonight? And it doesn't have to be some deep fucking answer. No, it won't be. I it would be like like a like me naked in like an, a bowl of angel hair pasta. Is that too far? Ooh. <laughs> Oh my God. No, I love it. I love that. That's fun. I was going to say mine was a little bit more boring. Jeez. Uh, Mine was just going to be like, I like flying. I would, I would like to fly. Oh, I think that's in it. I think people like to have dreams about flying. And I remember one time I, I had a dream about flying. Um, I was like in an airplane, but then I could come out of the bottom of it and I could just sort of fly over. And I was flying over this little village that looked all Christmassy and it, it, it looked like, I don't, I don't know, somewhere I've never been. And it was just, it was like every, every roof had snow on it and everything was lit up like Christmassy and people were walking around and there was a bar called the YooHoo room. (laughs) I named the bar in my dream. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Sarah. Yeah. And sometimes I think about that, (laughs) that place. The YooHoo room. Oh my God. That is okay. I, your face now, I know our (laughs) listeners can't see us, but you looked like just so angelic and just Mm -hmm. like filled with wonder as you were, you're sort of looking around, like just picturing the Yoohoo place village. I wonder if it comes from like, do you think it comes from like John's Christmas villages set up? Set up? It might. I remember this was, it's been a while. And because I remember at one point I would told John about it and he thought about getting, a sign for our bar in our house. Like there's a bar area in our house and was like going to say the YooHoo room or something. And then, well, he never did that. So John, if you're listening, great Christmas gift idea. Um, Yes. Yes. But yeah, I don't really remember the time of year that it happened, but, but yeah, the place looks so nice. You're right. I'm really having a nice time thinking about it, but I was flying over and I think that fly a flying dream is, is nice for people. Yeah, I do too. I, you know, I usually am the one that has a very detailed uh, answer. I love that. I love that you had the dream in the Yoohoo room. The Yoohoo room. That's so cute. I, I don't, uh, I know I flew and I know I liked it, but I don't know if I probably flew into the Yoohoo room and just sat down and got hammered or whatever. But um, also a nice dream. Um, yeah, not, not terrible. Okay. This is one thing that I hope. Um, nobody ever, oh no, actually I would like to answer. No, here's one that I'd like to answer. Actually, if you could erase one thing from existence along with all memory of it, so you could get rid of one thing in the world along with all memory of it, what would you erase? Mine would be okra. Okra, by the way, not Oprah. I want Oprah to hang out. Okra, O-K-R-A, the vegetable. So you Mm -hmm. do not like okra. Were you force-fed okra? 
as a youth? You're I get saying- so pissed off every time I think about okra. I hate it so much. Really? Yeah. What did okra ever do to you, Sarah? Went into my mouth and tasted slimy and awful. I don't like it. And I know that I understand. I mean, this might get, this is controversial. <laughs> it, I was going to say, we, we try to steer clear of controversial topics, <laughs> but it looks like this one just, it's impossible. I would get rid of okra oh. so fast. And, uh, you know, and I'm sorry if you have an okra farm or whatever. I hope I didn't offend you, but I didn't, I don't like it. My grandpa used to grow it. It was just, I just feel like it was in my face a lot as a child. And, I don't like it. And so the one, at one point, my grandpa was like, well, you can deep fry it and then it's delicious. And no, it's the only part that was delicious was the batter. And then all of a sudden in the middle, you're like, Jesus, I'm eating okra now. It's just awful. I hate it. Yeah. Now that you say that, I haven't had um, much experience with okra, but I do remember bitter kind of and slimy a little. I do remember the slimy. Well, yeah. I thought you were going to say something like, I don't know, you know, poverty, meaningful world hunger. <laughs> Yeah, but okra. Oh. I mean, fuck okra. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm okay. If if I'm if I'm answering that, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna match your okra, and <sighs> what do I hate? I mean, there's so many things. <laughs> well, you can use a real problem, like like you said. I I just immediately went to something that that. Uh, I just made it about me and things I don't like instead of actually solving a world problem. Well, I didn't I'll, even, I didn't think of it through that lens. This is why I'm okay. bad at this game. <laughs> well, no, but also that's the beauty. There is no correct lens. I think okra is a lot more fun to talk about than, I mean, if we want, we're here for, for a nice time. We don't need to talk about, you know, the world's real problems. That's, that's for the rest of the, the other 23 hours of the day. I would get rid of, and I know you don't like it when I bring this up, but I'm being honest. I live in a city. I would get rid of like, I don't know, like just dog shit in general because it's awful. And it's it's awful this time of year because people don't always pick up what they're supposed to from their dogs and there's sidewalks and then there's snow on the sidewalks and leaves on the sidewalks. And it really there's nothing worse than just prancing down the fucking street. I, and I, I, I like I want to I want to murder people who do not pick up their dog's excrement. I I this is our chance. This is our platform to PSA people pick up what it's so rude and selfish when you don't your dog has to go boom, boom. You take him out to do him or her out to do it. And then you pick up after them. That's what your that's your responsibility as a dog parent. Right. Right. You don't and people don't want to step in it. People don't no. want to, gardeners and, 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 and just people who mow their lawns, whatever. Like people don't want to have to deal with it for you because you forgot to do the one small thing that you could do after your dog makes a boom, boom. I love it. It's so bizarre that boom, boom doesn't make me as violently uncomfortable <laughs> as it should. You know what I mean? Based on the things that bother me. But it's coming from you. You just you have such a, a fierce passion in your eyes when you're like, pick up your boom boom. You know, it's not, there's not even a chance for me to feel weird about it. I'll be honest with you. I said it hoping that you would get uncomfortable. I really didn't. I thought did I was like, there's no way she's going to let boom boom slide. But you did. So, OK, you I know? did. I mean, I it was. Yeah, I'll be honest. It was better than poo poo. 
Right. Yeah. Like I now I just feel like we should just start the podcast over because that just came out of my fucking mouth. But um, uh, OK, here's one. So you're just having a nice time at the bar. And up comes uh, Joe Blow Blow and he wants to have a conversation and he thinks he's being all witty. Right. And he says, gosh, how would your life be different if the average life expectancy was 500 years? Oh, God, I'd be like, I still wouldn't waste another fucking second talking to you, pal. Yes. That sounds terrible. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, exactly. It, it, during that 500 years, does this conversation still have to take place? Because if so, I want to die in now. Yeah. I or out. I'd be like, I'll live another extra hundred years if we can get rid of this five minutes. Okay. Because <laughs> this is horrible. I don't. You're a terrible person. Yeah, it just is a, I mean, it's 500 years. I mean, I, it's just an annoying like, question it, to ask. I would say that's stressful. I mean, I, you know, sometimes I can't figure out what to do with a Saturday, let alone, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, I, that's a lot of pressure. Talk about, I've wasted, I mean, okay, first of all, we're two ladies who spend a lot of time watching some reality TV, talking about it, watching some other TV, talking about it picking articles. Can you imagine? I don't know. If I, if I have I to do th- this for 450 for far- <laughs> Yes, no. exactly. I'm like, I, I don't even, I think that's, that's a terrible question. That's it is a, a terrible question. It just like, made me. Does that mean you're, it, does that expand how long you can work or do you still, do people still retire at 70 and then they have uh, who quick math, 430 more years to just <laughs> piddle around, go to the library, go camping. Yeah. I mean, that's going to get old after a while. I think so. I mean, I, you know, and also is it, is it, would it, I see, I would need some details. Like, is it, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years of decent youth and health. And then like the last <laughs> 400 and whatever you're just shitting yourself in a diaper and just like you know drooling yeah i I want it could i pick could i pick who i am like freeze me at this age for 500 years maybe right i feel like there's there's so many conditions to that question that if someone asked it to me at a bar i'd actually just pick up my drink throw it in their face and then leave and not answer it (laughs) that's how i'd I see. I think one of my favorite things about these exercises or these little articles is like you really get in the mind of the the writer, you know, because conceptually this started somewhere. And when I read a question like this, if you were a farmer and you learned the animals were plotting against you, how would you gain their trust? (laughs) Which animals would you appeal to first? And I I, I'm scared. I'm scared of this person. I, I understand like super like drug induced <laughs> paranoia. Because, yes, I think that's what happened when this person got this into there. Because if you if you start thinking now there's one um underneath it that says, Why do our feet smell and our noses run? Okay. Now this is that's like my grandpa making a joke. Yeah. While he's making me eat okra. You know, that's a whole <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that's also that shouldn't have that shouldn't have made this list. That, no, somebody's no. But that's more 
you know, th- that's just, oh, these are things we've all heard over the years or bad jokes we've heard or hypoca- dumb hypoca- hypothetical. Jesus, I can't talk. But if someone came up to me and they were like, if you were a farmer and you learned the animals were plotting against you, how would you gain their trust? I'd be like, uh, I don't know. Are you armed? Because yeah, you shouldn't yeah. be. Yeah. Right. Also, please pull the car over or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? But, you know, for the sake of for the sport of it, I would try to appeal to pigs first. I think pigs are very smart. They are. They can solve puzzles at like a at like a third grader level or something like that. Or maybe it's a three year old level. I might be making all of that up, but I know that they can solve puzzles. I just don't know. Either is impressive. I know. Yeah, I think you're right to appeal to the pigs first because they are smart and they could probably help you, I guess, plot back against yeah. the other animals that are plotting against you. I would probably um, try to appeal to the horses. Oh, I also, yeah. Yeah. I That's also think good, they're smart yeah. and they can also act as a car, you know, to get me out of there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, you win. You're right. I mean, it's just gonna be me and the pig doing word games and shit, and you're you got out, you know? It's smarter than I am. Although and I mean, obviously you would gain their trust through food or maybe I my, my voice of an angel, maybe I'd sing a song or something. Oh, pet them and sing a song. Yeah. That sounds like a maybe nice day on the farm, by the way, petting the pig, hair. singing a song. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and talking to a horse. Um, yeah, I have a um a friend who goes to a pig. It's like a sanctuary, mm-hmm. like, or an animal sanctuary, and they go and they go for the weekend and they hang out and they pet them and make friends. And sometimes I think about that and I really want to go. That's all. Oh, that does yeah. sound nice, doesn't it? Sound yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. Um, <sighs> we should do that. Maybe we can do that together one day. Maybe it I could be like a Are You nice. My Podcast. Um. What's the word? Not like a work trip, but something oh, like, like that. A, um, uh, you know how we are with words. I almost said sabbatical, but that's not right. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, someone's screaming well, the word at, somebody, at the podcast right yeah, now. And whatever yeah. that word is, that's what we're trying to say. I bet um, you if a pig would know the word, and I can't think of the goddamn <laughs> word. A hundred percent. They do. There's a pig right now screaming the word listening to this podcast. <laughs> it was like... Uh, um, and also just really quick, we want to plug our favorite sponsor, Etitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com, because these are our favorite sheets. They are 100% bamboo, also known as a vegan silk, if you will. They're sustainably made. They're so, so soft. We both have, they sent us some so that we could try them out and give you a personal uh, endorsement, if you will. And they are really, really nice sheets. I actually ended up buying some for my mom for Christmas because I love them so much. And because you actually sleep better. My, my husband sleeps better. We don't sweat as much. Like they somehow keep you cool. And I love them so much. And we also have obviously a code, which is 20% off using the code my podcast after you go to attitude, dot com slash my podcast, and then use my podcast at checkout. Mary loves them as well. I do. Mark loves them too. And it's funny you say that. It is going to be a gift for my brother. I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen to this. He might pay. But anyway, the point is uh, they're lovely. And it's really nice that it's they're sustainable. We're giving back. Every product is sustainably sourced and ethically crafted. And I sleep like an angel. 
You sure do. And you look like an angel when you wake up after sleeping on these sheets. I heard. I don't have pictures. Attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast. And then use code my podcast for 20% off. It's the Christmas season. So we got deals for you all around. Okay. Can you imagine, by the way, if I really did ask you, why do our feet smell and our noses run if we were just sitting at a bar? I mean, you'd probably just get up and leave, right? Or you'd be like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom and not come back. I would honestly look at you and I'd be like, are you, are you okay? (laughs) Are you, are you having a stroke? Are you, did something happen? I would, I would be so startled if you just stone faced said something like that. I'm going to say it tonight on stage in Spokane, Washington. It's going to be my opener. I'm going to be like, hey, guys, why do our feet smell and our noses run? Shouldn't it be the other way around? And then I'm just going to and then I'm just going to drop the microphone and walk off stage. And people will be like, oh, I was was there when she snapped. (laughs) Be like, I saw it happen. Yeah, hopefully it'll be good on YouTube. I'm going to close with something similar like the old, uh, why do you park in a driveway and drive in a parkway and do my shoulders the whole time? And then they're just going to put me into a straitjacket and walk me to a van with no windows. I feel like I feel like we got a little bit of a uh, an act going for the two of us. I don't know. I'm thinking about a little variety act for two ladies on oh. stage when we have to live out the next 450 years of our life. Ah, um. <laughs> oh, wait. This is so we. I know the answer to this one, but I just want you to say it. If you owned a bar or coffee shop, what would you name it? The YooHoo Room. That um, is so cute. I know it is cute. What would you name yours? Uh, cardic cardigans, cart cart cardigans. <laughs> no, um, I would name my bar the Happy Place. <gasps> oh, that's nice. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's. Kinda, I, like I was it. just thinking. First of all, you know, I love wordplay, so I would need three years to come up with the proper answer for this. For my true, my heart's you know, intent for the name of a bar, but be neat to be like, Hey, where are you headed? Where are you guys meeting up? The happy place or my happy place. Maybe my happy place. My happy that's place cute. is good. Yeah, that's good. Isn't the okay. happy place, a TV show. So I feel like oh. you need to change it a little bit. My happy place. I don't know that TV show. I might be making that up, but I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, it well then that's just pure ignorance. Well, God, ugh. Now I look like a dickhead more than usual. <laughs> it's annoying. Well, Mary, hmm. we can really turn things around here. If you had to wear a mask for the rest of your life, what kind would you wear? I would wear, I would go back like showing my age. I would wear a Halloween mask, like a plastic one. Like when you get the costumes at the store and it had like the band in the back and it's just like a plastic. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Wonder Woman one. Oh, that's a good idea. I like the yeah. Wonder Woman one. Yeah. I had a friend one time that was Wonder Woman for Halloween. And this, and we were in our 20s. And it's like, remember when you would just get like Halloween for some reason in my 20s was just everyone just got hammered and went out. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. That probably still happens. I just don't leave my house anymore. But um, <laughs> my, I remember my friends. <laughs> Waking up in her Wonder Woman costume in bed the next day. And, but, you know, she probably didn't wake up till noon. I mean, she had the boots on. I mean, just everything, just the most sort of 
the worst sort of shameful way that you wake up after Halloween with just everything still on, but you slept in it and there's no way you had a decent sleep. Luckily, she wasn't wearing a mask. She might have smothered herself. But um, anyway, that's my Wonder Woman memory that came out of nowhere, but makes me I was going to say, that's a wonderful, like any sort of costume, like any kind of walk of shame, like in a movie where somebody's like, like half, like half a half princess, you know, just like <laughs> limping down the street trying to find out, remember where they parked or something like that. It really makes me laugh. Oh, uh, me too. Okay. What do you got? Read me one. Ask me a question. Right. We're, we're sitting in a, I'm going to paint the photo, the picture okay. for you. Paint the photo, paint the picture for you. We're sitting at, um, I'm sitting alone in an Italian restaurant and I'm just minding my own business, having a glass of wine and apparently some angel hair because I've already brought that up. <laughs> and you sit next to me at the table by yourself and you decide to strike up a conversation. What are you going to ask me? I would say, um, hi, I love your hair. If you had to lose two limbs, which two would you rather lose? Oh, that is another situation where you usually call the police if someone asks mm -hmm. me that. This is this person who people who write these things don't think it out. You're saying say this to a stranger. So if someone leaned over to me and especially whispered like you just did, like a creep, and <laughs> asked me which limbs I'd prefer to lose, I'd be like, well. I mean, you're obviously taking a couple of them, so I guess you're going to choose. Man, I mean, this, especially I, now I just, I put it into the mouth of every Uber driver I've ever had. <laughs> and I feel like that would be a tough ride after that. You know, that would be a hard one to come back from. This, these are, I would almost put these in conversation enders if I were being really honest. I know. Well, I didn't even kind of realize they meant them as as conversation starters until I started really reading the article. But then when I realized they did, because um, I, I mean, I, why are you, even if you're at a party where you know everyone uh, and, and you walk up and you're that asshole that says to some person, <laughs> you know, friend of the host and you don't know this person and you're like, if you had to lose two limbs, which would, would you lose? You, you'd be like, you call your friend over and you'd say you're, you're that person's got to go or I'm leaving. I mean, who's it going to be? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like, also why? Yeah. Pick. It's time to choose. So Sophie's choice. Let's, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> um, okay. I have a real one. If you had to have the same dessert every night after dinner, what would you want it to be? Oh, cheesecake. Really? Mm -hmm. It's very Golden Girls of you. Really? Yeah. Um, you met, Did you love the Golden Girls? I did, I, yeah. yeah. I know, I didn't think okay. about that part. But yes, I, it is Golden Girls of me. Golden Sorry. Uh, it's Not okay. It's all right. Um, I would like everything. No, I would like a devil's food chocolate cake with a white icing. Okay. I like that. I mean, mm -hmm. that's more specific when you really yeah. know the 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 meat and potatoes of it all. The icing, yeah, kind of cake, yeah. Well, I like let's, a devil's food. I do too. Yeah. I mean, let's not let's not pretend I haven't thought about that question before we got to this list. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like I knew my answer. It wasn't. Um, hey, Sarah, if you could make someone someone else invisible for a week, who would you pick and why? Oh. Who would I make invisible for a week? 
Probably myself. Oh. Can I do? Can I pick myself? I well, would pick myself okay. so that I could I could walk around and hear when people talk shit about me. Obviously. But then, what do you do after the week's up? Uh, become uninvisible and go. Heard what you said, motherfucker, and then repeat everything <laughs> right to their face, and then they have to figure out how I know. Uh, okay. Well, then, then I mean, I feel like your friendships would be strained at that point, and then. Yeah, I don't see. I think I'm such a pussy when it cut like. How do I say this? Like, I, I, I know people. I'm sure there's people that don't like me or say bad things or whatever, even like cut like reviews and stuff like that. But it's like, I don't want to know. I'm not because it's I don't want to know. Like, I I wouldn't want to know. You So what? who would you make invisible then? I don't know, like maybe the Amazon delivery driver. And then it just would be funny. It'd just be like gifts were just showing up, like falling out of this, just, just like random. Flying out of the sky instead yeah. of yeah. coming out of a car. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Uh, I like that idea. It's a fun For the one. mailman. It feels very like Harry Potter. Like they're just like letters flying through the air and stuff. I don't know. I'm not good at this game. <laughs> well, luckily you chose to play it. So spice Thanks. it up, lady. Okay. All right. I'm going to try. I'm, I'm going to try. Joking. <laughs> joking. You know, it's not supposed to be spicy. Um, if you, oh, this is, listen, here's one question that gets on my nerves every single time. And it always appears in shit like this. If, if you were in the zombie apocalypse, apocalypse, oh. which weapon would you choose? I, I don't, why do we have to have a zombie apocalypse conversation? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't I don't want to. You know what I would choose? And it's funny because I actually had skimmed past that and I'd already thought about it. Um, I would choose like a giant billy club, big old rubber uh, dildo. (laughs) Like just a giant, just a giant veiny, like whatever, pink, brown anything just a giant like that you it would be so like bendy but like dense that you you could clobber the shit out of somebody like they they wouldn't they would be first of all it would speak volumes they'd be afraid like who's the girl walking around with the giant bird in her hand you know or the big dong or whatever and then and then you could do some real damage with that the fat, first of all, the word veiny, when anyone talks about a dildo, just really, I, it gives me so many different emotions that I go through all at once. But um, if, I mean, first of all, I feel like beating, beating off zombies, well, now I say beating off zombies and that doesn't sound good at all, but ew, beating back, I guess, zombies with, <laughs> yeah, like, with a giant, with giant dildos is such a funny I'm surprised there's not already a porno out there made about that. Like, right? Yeah, I feel like we could probably write it in a couple seconds and 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 sell it to, for 500 bucks to, I don't know, whoever makes pornos. But um, it's or you can just take that idea from us. Honestly, it's cool. We're not. I just like to you. see it. I would like <laughs> to see it come to fruition. You know, hit the big screen. I just there's I just think there's something so funny about the, you know, and it'd be the real girthy, too. But like it would also have the ability to just be so floppy. Oh, I just think that would be such a fun thing to hit somebody with. 
what if you had that? And then I decided to fight them off with a big giant rubber vagina. <laughs> and <laughs> Okay. Things are really Oh boy. Really I, taking a turn, but that's what happens. Sometimes. That's what happens. That's what I said do. spice it up and then she brought in big floppy dildo to fight off the zombie apocalypse. So yeah. um I have to ask you this one because it makes me want to punch someone in the face, but I also want you to answer it. Okay. If you had to sleep on sheets made of deli meat or fruit roll up, what would you do? Does that mean I have to pick between them? Yeah, yeah, you can't have oh. a deli meat. Yeah, you selfish bitch, you can't have both <laughs> deli meat and fruit roll up sheets. Can I have a deli meat pillowcase? No. I would go um I would go fruit roll up. No. Because it would stick. Don't think It'd it's sticky. sticky. Yeah. But the God, a deli meat smell. Like anytime I smell like a fucking Italian hoagie or something, I just like, if it's not mine, I'm not happy. I would go, fuck, I would go deli meat. I think I would go deli meat too. And actually, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I have the opposite reaction as you as you do to the smell of an Italian hoagie. Like I'd like to sleep in, in between the bread of one. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. Big thing for it. But fruit roll up just seemed, I, I, listen, neither of them sound like you're going to get a great night's sleep, but the fruit roll up definitely feels like you're going to have a hard time, you know, getting up, especially if you're a sweater. Well, I was, <laughs> I was actually picturing myself because I do sometimes I sleep half on my side, half on my stomach, like a arm under the pillow. I just picture like rolling over the night, just like stick, like, like just sticking my tongue out just to <laughs> taste the fruit roll up. And I thought that might be nice. Just that, mm, and then your partner comes to bed. They're like, "Where's my side of the bed?" You're like, "Sorry, you know, you peeled it <laughs> off and ate it." <laughs> oh, that's. A, I mean, that's a question. That's a. That's one where I'd be like, "What drugs are you doing?" And please give me some if someone yeah, asks me that. Exactly. What What did you do before? What did you drop before you got here? And how much more do you have left in your pocket? Because yeah, that's a question. Um. These are fun. I want to keep doing these for our bonus Patreon. Yeah. Yes, I do too. Okay. So we're going to do that. Before we um, do that, we have a, qu a quick offer for you for the holidays, for the man in your life. And then also the interview with Alexis is following this. So you can stick around, listen to Alexis from Married at First Sight. Um, and then follow and then go over to Patreon for more bonus content or just come over there now. Whatever you like to do, we give you all the options. But first, here's our offer from Manscaped. Well, it must be a holiday miracle because the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped, are stuffing your stockings with everything the man in your life could ask for. This holiday season, Manscaped has vowed to make sure his ornaments are shining bright and his tree is standing tall. And yeah. I just said that. So spice up his stocking with gifts he'll actually use, which by the way, my husband really does use Manscaped. So he was really stoked when we got this sponsor, just throwing that out there. He really does like it. And I guess I do too, because things look nice. So he's <laughs> Manscaped out there <laughs> killing it for my family. You better believe in this. They've changed 7 million men for the better and you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with our code my podcast, all one word. I'll tell you what, 
I, I'm happy to hear John likes it because Mark loves it too. He really actually loves this endorsement, if you will. Manscaped's best selling product is the Performance Package 4.0, which is at the top of every man's wish list this year, ladies, gentlemen. Inside, you'll find their lawnmower, body trimmer, and dare I say, best trimmer on the market for his balls, back, chest, the list goes on. Oh, Sarah. There's also a weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, and let's not forget about their liquid formulations, the crop preserver, ball deodorant, boom, boom, and toner. I mean, there's a lot going on. Yeah. 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 Manscaped has it all. Well, we really can vouch for them as two ladies by, by being with men that use these products. So go to manscaped.com, insert code MYPODCAST at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. You might as well do it. It's the holiday season. Get some fresh balls in your life. Uh, well, we, uh, you know, we are couple of podcasters, couple of ladies <laughs> that like to watch people be vulnerable on the television and open up their lives. And then we like to uh, make a lot of comments. And, you know, I'm sure you're not used to that at all, are you? Uh, <laughs> now I am. Previous, prior a year ago, I was not. But apparently that's my life now. So... Well, what is that like? Because we definitely, uh, you know, we'll be very honest. We went through ups and downs with you. And um, it was very interesting for me. You and I met on After Party. Um, oh, wait. And it was it was very interesting for me because um, at the very beginning, we were like, oh, my God, Alexis is the best. Like, you know, we were so we wanted to just go to drinks with you. And then a couple of times we got mad at you for sure. And then by the end... Um, especially now that we've seen the where are they now, you do realize there's a lot that we don't see. Um, and um, the things that the way Justin acted in the reunion and the way he acted on the where are they now, um, they did kind of surprise me, but they probably didn't surprise you. Not, right? oh, not at all. Um, I think that's why... I was so still and just like everybody was shocked and I was like, oh, no, this is who he is. And I said it several occasions, like, I feel like I don't know you because I a lot of the times I got a different person when the cameras were around than when it was just me and him. Um, So a lot of the times I felt conflicted because I am so transparent and genuine to where it's just like. I want to be mad at the things that were said off camera and behind the scenes, but you're giving me a different person, you know? So at the reunion, when he was arguing, I'm like, no, that's, that's who he is. What are we talking about here? You know, I've been saying this since the beginning. So it wasn't really like surprising to me. I gotcha. It it is interesting. I mean, you know, reality shows, we idiots like us who watch them are like, Oh, we know these people. We know, we know them inside now. And there's a lot that we don't see. but I hear where you're coming from. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a big fan of self-deprecating humor. Sarah will tell you I am a genuine idiot, not just because of anything with reality TV, but um no, but it's it's what do you feel like you were your per perspective uh, on Justin is shared by the other cast members? Like, did they see what you see or did you feel sort of siloed off even from the cast members in terms of the way he would treat you or talk? I think once the actual like decision day had aired and everything, and we actually were hanging out as cast members without the cameras around, I think that's when people really got the insight, like, Oh crap, 
she was right this whole time. You know, I think when people were hanging out on on his um, him one on one, you know, we were doing things as cast members and they were interacting without me around because we were no longer together. That's when everything became clear, like, oh, shoot. And everybody was shook. Like, how do you how did you last that long? I'm like, I told you, I told you guys since the beginning. But well, like, no one listened to me. No (laughs) one was listening. Well, you said something interesting to Kristen in the Where Are They Now? You said everyone sees him crying, but they don't see the rage. Um, You know, on the other end of that is rage, which makes sense, because if you're an extremely emotional person, person, you probably have. Uh, both ends of those emotions. Um, did you guys fight more than we saw on camera? Was there, you know, not obviously screaming at each other, but was there a lot more of you having to kind of walk away and 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 try to take your space? It was more than we saw. Yes, um, I think because I don't, I don't think that was highlighted on the show. I have a master's degree in clinical mental health counseling. Um, so prior to being on the show, I was, I worked in prisons. I worked with people who had a lot of rage. And like you said, it's both sides of the spectrums to where like, if you're extremely emotional, you're crying all the time. A lot of the times the other side is the same is true, you know? So when you're super angry, it's like you're experiencing all these severe emotions. So to answer your question, there was tons of times to where it was just like, I can't do this. You know, like I'm not an arguer. I told him since day one, like, I prefer not to argue, you know, like I rather just get, that's why it seems like I'm giving up, but it's like, I don't have the emotional capacity to harbor any mal negative feelings, you know? So for me, yeah, it took, right. a lot of, it took a lot out of me every time he would go into well, age cycles. Yeah. Well, Mary and I talked about this quite a few times. Cause I, and I believe I had said it in the beginning where I relate to you on the sides of, um, like at the dinner table, that dinner when he kept pushing you and you just didn't want to talk. And some viewers, you know, took it as you sort of shutting him down. But I was like, that's, I'm, I am similar to you in that sense. I don't do well with yelling. I don't do yell with, you know, if my husband and I argue, if he starts to elevate, I like, I'll go in a room and shut a door. Like it's yep. not necessarily mature, <laughs> but yeah, but I don't like to engage in something like that. So it's interesting, you know, to hear those perspectives. Um, obviously there were a couple times where like in the after party, what he talked to you on the, on the, where are they now about that? Um, we, there were a couple times where it felt like you took shots at him, you know, as far as sexually and, and things like that. And is there anything about that, that you were trying to not say something, or do you feel like you were kind of trying to take digs at him? And in, you know, retrospect, do you wish you wouldn't have, or, or how does that all play out for you watching it back? So for me, I definitely take back like a lot of the things I was like, Oh man, I understand how that could have been harsh. I think it's just, I have a romance through a roast ratio to where it's just like, we got to roast each other, but we also have to love each other and kiss on each other and stuff like that. Like I, I'm not like the uh, all the time lovey dovey type, like feeling on your booty pillow talking type of girl. Like sometimes tell me my forehead's big, tell me my feet are ashy and I have horrible, you know, calluses. Like I need that. Um, so for me to be in a marriage with someone who wasn't used to that, who didn't like that or anything like that, it took a lot to kind of 
grow accustomed to because it wasn't like I was trying to be mean. That was never my intentions. I just come from a funny family and that's how we show our love by taking digs at one another. Like it's, it, it sounds very toxic and it sounds very like, oh gosh, but I'm a Jersey girl. You know, like we, we, we roast you before we compliment you. And if we're not roasting you, we probably don't like you. Um, I, so, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, you know, that, that, that makes a lot of sense for me because I, I, grew up in a family like that too, where it's, it's, you sort of show your love through, through some jabs and yep. and who can get the bigger laugh and you're all in it together. But if somebody from the outside was to come in, you all team up, you know, you're like, no, 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 we're, we're the, un, you know, the unified front, but cause it kind of, you made a comment. I can't remember what episode where you, or it might've been in, in one of the reunions where you said, Justin asked you to stop making jokes. Oh yeah. Like he basically asked you and, and, how did that allow you to even be yourself, I guess, at that point? It was very early on. He was like, he just didn't want to be the butt of the joke because I later on, I found out that he was bullied a lot. So when he told me, like, you're hurting my feelings when you do it and it doesn't translate as a joke, that's when I, we literally had times to where I'd be like, hey, is that too much? You know, or like I would bring it back. You know, I know you guys don't see everything, of course, because a lot of things are transmuted, but there would be a several times to where I'm like, babe, tell me if I'm going too far, you know, tell me if your feelings are hurt. That's why I communicated so well. And I would say, Hey, that hurt my feelings just to allow him to have that space to feel like he could do the same. So, um, I, I wow. did take a lot away from me, but then I, I learned from actually the experts that I had to lose a part of myself being a married woman. Like, it sounds crazy. Like I don't want to lose who I am. I'm proud of who I am. But in retrospect, if you love someone and you think it's worth it and you want it to work, you have to lose a part of yourself. So for me, it's like, That's yeah, fair. I didn't yeah. all that I could have. I, I didn't. Well, you know, I mean, like the, the thing about you going out and stuff like that, you know, I know that you said, well, I did invite you and I would and sometimes it would be brunch and things like that. Like I... I'm married. We're really good at, um, you know, doing our own thing and spending our own time with our friends. And I guess maybe, so I sort of was like, what's the big deal? But at the same time, well, if it's a dance club every weekend, I can see. And then of course we learned it was more about his insecurity and maybe you getting hit on and things like that. Um, is there a way, do you think that it was more because it was such an elevated, you know, such a fast track experience that, you going out every weekend sort of made him feel like, oh my God, when we get married, is she going to be gone all the time? Or were you more like, this is how it's going to be. We got to be friends together. Like, you know, jump on board. No, I, so when I found out that that's how he felt, I was like, it's not that important to me. You know, like I would invite him. There was times where I would be at home and we'd play video games and I'd be looking up the cheat codes. Like it, it wasn't, it was the fact that I wanted to spend time with my friends, you know, and I think mm -hmm. it was hard for Justin because he didn't have any friends in San Diego. So I was his only friend, you know, and there would be times okay. where I would go to work and I would come home and I just wanted to chill and kind of be alone for a little bit. And he was like, you're alone all day at work. You need to come be with me. You know, like he's literally telling me things like that. And it was just like I was his friend. I was his wife. I was everything to him. And at some points, it was just too much for me because I've been such a free spirit. I've been kind of on my own for a while. So, I mean, it was a lot, but I, I just don't think it was worth being taken to the extremes that it was because it wasn't always the club. It wasn't like, you know, I was inviting him. He just he's a homebody and I'm not that. 
Well, no, that and that yeah. came up, I think, at the reunion. And that was something we learned because I was like, you know, yeah, maybe if you are going out every weekend, it's weird for your husband with your friends, whatever. But then when I hear at the reunion that he wouldn't even go out with you at all, that's too extreme too, right? Like you can't, that's just two different lifestyles and, and you got to, he's got to be like, let's go out. Let's have some fun. Let me take Alexis to brunch. Like that's what she likes to do. And especially if you're going to play the video games and, and <laughs> do all that I'm like, with I, him. I just want the experiences. I want to live life. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, well, oh, I, I have just, a real big question. Oh. Sorry, Mary. And then I'll let you talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you ring that doorbell or not? Okay. We could not yes. get the answer from Kevin when Kevin, when, when uh, Justin said that you were ringing his doorbell on the reunion. His I, buzzer. The thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a theme, and I don't know if you guys noticed. Justin takes a lot of things to be extremes. You know, like you could be like, I like your smile. And he's like, oh, yeah, she wants to do me. And I'm like, sir, that's <laughs> not what it is. So we were supposed to go hiking because I was still trying to do the whole friendship thing. And before I realized there's no being friends with Justin, it's either all or nothing because he takes everything to the extreme. So in whichever case, we were supposed to go hiking the next day. I was already downtown. This is prior to me living downtown. So <laughs> I was downtown. Justin lived closer to downtown. And I'm like, dude, Ubers are like 60 freaking bucks at this point. Everybody's trying to go home. And I'm like, I could take a scooter a couple blocks to see Justin. And I, you know, he'll take me home in the morning. We'll go hiking. It'll be a thing. That's all it was. And so I was oh. like, Justin, hey, are you up? And he's like, yeah, I'm smoking a blunt or whatever, you know? And I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to come over there. Then we can go hiking in the morning. When I tell you, I have no reason to lie. I, I paint, I mold vaginas, you know, like I paint naked bodies. You are yeah. quite an artist. They're really beautiful. Thank you. But <laughs> my, the moral of the story is like, I'm such a free spirit and I have no shame in my game to where it's just like, why would I lie about something like that? And it was just like, oh, I don't want to talk. I don't want to say that. Either way. No, I did ring the doorbell, but yeah. it wasn't for the intentions of getting some meat. It was just convenience for me. Uh, I thought okay. we were friends. I thought it was something where it wouldn't be a big thing. And I ended up, he, did, he didn't tell the part where he let me up. We came inside and went to sleep. You know, like nothing happened. <laughs> you know, like it wasn't like. Right, right, right. And you tried to give it to me. No, we didn't even kiss. Like it literally was me sleeping at his house. He took me home in the morning. We went hiking and I got a ride home, like not paying a $60 Uber. That's all it was. And that's why I was just like, we can't be any more than friends for now because everything is extreme. You know, I think one thing that we said was that the truth always felt like it was in the middle. And now, um, because it seems like you would just be like, okay, I'm just not going to engage on this anymore because you're, and now, you know, it's like, we learn a lot at the end, especially at that reunion. I'm like, oh, so she doesn't want to say anything anymore because he, much like we learned with uh, Nate, thinks that if you say, um, as Mary joked, if you tell him his blinkers on, he'll be like, "Stop hitting yeah, on me." Or Justin, so, uh, Justin, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, well, like, like that's how he said. Like he thought Nate was hitting on him for oh, no reason. That's why. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why a lot of things were like no, and I would leave it at that because I feel like if you engage, then it's just like you're hitting on me. You want me back, and I'm like no. <laughs> so yes, that is. The <laughs> I just have one one question that I so. You guys, you had, I don't know what the kids do, but you'd swiped the other way or whatever on a dating app mm -hmm. with him before this whole thing that came out in the beginning. So this was not a secret. When you saw him at the, you're about to go down the aisle. 
I'm curious. I mean, what were your thoughts? Honestly, I'm such a dope and I'm such a hopeless romantic. I was like, <laughs> you know, like I immediately. Yeah. Am, and I really genuinely thought love had came back around and I'm just supposed to fall in love with this man because this is, you know, this is the second strike. I always yeah. thought of what you get what I'm saying. Like it, it kind of felt kismet. Right. That's where my mind was at. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. And, and you know, I think that's one thing that you had been very open about, both of you, is that you really, you guys really clicked at the wedding. Mm-hmm. You you really, gen, you seem to genuinely enjoy each other. And um, I know, you know, there's a question about how who consummated the marriage first. And all I know is you can't agree to disagree on sex. I told Sarah that that sounds like a lawsuit. You know, I just think that um, I'm not even asking any questions there. I think a, a dead horse was beat. But I just when was it that you realized that, OK, this is this is not probably going to be my husband for the rest of my life and you were a good friend to him because you you calmed him down in a lot of different situations even though he and I think with your your background and and um you know with what you do for a living you were really poised to be with him in this situation it might not have helped you out but you certainly helped him so when was it that you realized like I just am going to get through this he might not be my husband but you know, I can at least maybe be a good friend or a counselor to him. So I think there's a two part like answer to that only because it came in waves. Um, There were times where I was like, I don't know if I can do this forever, but then I wanted to challenge myself because I know I hadn't done that in the past. But I think the exact moment where I was like, I cannot do this anymore was at the last decision day cookout that we had as a group. Um, It was actually about, so we were all talking about like, hey, this is our last night together. Let's go out. Let's have drinks together. Let's live it up. Have a good night. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then Justin looks at me and says, if you go with them, I am going home. So he was like, you're not going with them. You didn't talk to me about that. Mm -hmm. You know, it started to go into the going out thing again. And I'm like, we're all here. Like, you know, you can come with us. Like, this is a, a community effort. And he kind of made me feel like a child in that moment. And I'm like, I can't keep doing this. Like, I thought we hadn't made it far. I thought we had kind of put some of these things behind us. And it wasn't like we were counting him out. It was like a group hurrah. Like, let's go out, enjoy each other without cameras and be married couple and etc. And he shut it down so quick and really kind of just shit on me. I was like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. And that was the moment. That's where it w- it literally was like, I can't do this. That was, I I remember it like it was yesterday. Like I literally said, I cannot do this another minute, (laughs) you know, and I asked for a divorce. So that was the time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh man. I mean, you made it a long way. If you ask me, I mean, we, it's funny, Sarah and I were sort of in the beginning of the seasons. We like to, to make a guess of who's going to make it and who's not. And then, each episode, there's so many ups and downs. We couldn't even remember where we had you guys. But I, I was shocked when when you both said yes on decision day. As much as I was surprised when you asked for a divorce about 15 seconds later, I was surprised that you guys. It was like in, in real world. It was like two days later. 
Oh, okay. Okay. That because I'm like, it felt like you guys hadn't even gotten your Ubers yet or whatever. I was just, I was like, shit, they are. She is just having a day. Yeah. And TV time, it was like that. But in real world, it was not like that. Um, was there, you know, and when you and I were on after party, you, you talked about this a little bit with the Morgan and Ben situation that you, you said you wished you would have handled it differently. Um, but at the end of the day, she ended up coming to you. Um, and you know, and that was kind of like, you guys went back and forth on all of that stuff, but there was also at Poolgate, as Kristen, um, called it, I think when, um, Mitch sort of felt quote unquote attacked and all the experts made a surprise moment and all that stuff. And that, you know, I, there was a couple of times where it felt like you stirred the pot on other people. Now, is that something that you feel like you were doing or do you feel more, was it more like I'm just sticking up for my friend? Cause I know that's what you said on the reunion. And is there any of that that you would have changed or not? I mean, it's hard to go back and obviously, but I'm just curious. I think perception is reality, honestly, because I know my heart. I know my intent. Like, I, I don't, to answer your question, I do not regret it solely because I think they put us in group settings so that people could honestly, like, pinpoint things that I wouldn't see. Because sometimes you're, like, digmatized or blinded by love or whatever it is. I might not see it. But for me, it's just like, we're in this group setting. I have this clinical background to where I ask the hard questions. And honestly, it wasn't Nate. It wasn't to stir the pot. It wasn't to be a bitch. It wasn't to make anybody uncomfortable. It genuinely was like, wait a minute, why isn't this the question that we should be answering? And a lot of the times, once I asked it, the group would be like, oh yeah. You know, like everybody would be like, oh yeah. Then we're, you know, you seen in the, the uh, scene with Kristen and Mitch, Lindy, you know, she, everybody else kind of was just like, wait a minute, you're right. You know, is that okay? Like if I would have never asked that question, me and Kristen are very close. If I would have never asked that question, I feel like sis could have probably been with him today. Still not, you know, like even waiting by the phone, kind of just like thinking about, oh, Mitch might come back. And I don't want that for myself and I don't want that for my friends. Um, so that's right. I hope I can answer that question genuinely, but it wasn't to stir the pot. It was genuinely like I've been on the other side to where I'm waiting for somebody to call and they never call. I don't want yeah. somebody who I've grown to love and be super close with. I don't want that for you. And I know she wanted to be a wife so bad to where I'm like, she's not going to answer, answer that question because sometimes you don't want the answer, you know? Right. As a friend, right. I, just, I, I asked it. And I, I mean, if it hurt somebody's feelings and it made him feel attacked, you know, I, I did definitely apologize for that. But it, it's never my intention. That's why a lot of the times I'm like, you know what, I kind of give up because me expressing my heart and kind of just showing how pure and whatever I am, it, it gets lost in translation, but it is what it is. <laughs> no, no, look, I think, you know, we're everyone's guilty of not knowing exactly what's going on in anyone's head at the moment. And so I just wanted to ask that because, uh, you know, so that you could, you could just share with us what you, where your head was in those moments. And, um, and it's good to know. And you guys definitely seem to have some strong friendships out of this. Like that definitely seems to be one very successful season of uh, friendships on Married at First Sight. Anyway, thank you so much for taking the time with us. We really appreciate it. Um, and, you know, the guy that you went out with on the Where Are They Now looked hot. So let's just keep, you know. I mean, I you with that <laughs> straw... We, I feel like you could make a dick hard with your <laughs> smile and your eyes. 
I'm not even kidding. You did it I two different times, I, and I was I've like, "My lesson. I'm not talking about any more dicks in my life. You'll never hear anything." Okay. Okay. <laughs> from me. Yeah. All right. Listen, that was me talking about a hard dick, not you. Just okay. as an observer, cool. that poor guy. Not poor guy, that very happy, lucky guy. I mean, the way you guys were looking at each other, I you can say you say a lot with your eyes. I'll tell you what. And it was it was a conversation not for school kids. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that I could pick up on. But Sasha uh, taught me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we'll there we go. get some tips from her. But um, thank you so, so much for taking the time to talk to us. We'll be following along just to see. See where, where you guys are doing next, like the rest of the world, but with less judgment because we won't know everything. I mean, I, I plan to. You'll see Alexis for who Alexis really is. I, but I really appreciate you and all of your time, and thank you just for thinking of me because I, I genuinely appreciate that. Aww. Thank and you so much. Thank you so yeah. much, Alexis. We hope to see you soon. Bye. That was fun, Alexis. Thank you for joining us. We, uh, Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate all the cast members that we were able to talk to for Married at First Sight. And um, yeah, don't forget, we're going over to Patreon right now to keep talking about the hypotheticals and having some really dumb, fun conversations to continue your Thursday. And if not on Patreon, then we will see you next Thursday with our regular Thursday scheduled programming. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?